The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. It's Hump Day! My favorite day of the week. <laughs> Only because it's the middle. I like, you know, the middle of the, I'm the middle child. It's the middle of the other week. Kind of just that's it, right? Over the, you know, the, the, the hump day. We're almost there where you've accomplished some things throughout this week and it gives you a little bit more room to improve throughout the week. Okay. So, hump day is my, yeah, my We're, favorite. We all my, believe that. My, 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 <laughs> my favorite, my favorite day. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Brasham. I appreciate you. We don't have a look outside, but someone's outside uh, the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. We are in the SBC uh, studio. It's it's nice outside. Yeah, it's yeah. about eighty degrees. You know, low cast. Sun's mm. not beaming, but it's it's nice. It's a nice day for a picnic. If you were into the picnic type, <laughs> yeah. If you're a picnic type person, which we, you know we need to do a little bit more picnic sure. type stuff. We don't do it. No, get outside. Be get outside, folks. Sitting in this office, wouldn't it? Yeah, get outside. I get do. Out. I get outside. You do. You know what? You do. <laughs> yeah. You do. You you are you a road warrior. I ain't even staying there, man. I may be in a car half the time, but I ain't even staying. The God has made this world too beautiful not to admire. Amen Ooh, to that, yes. Nathaniel Newton. He is Nathaniel Newton, the, yes, the guy who gets around on the road. That is <laughs> Kurt Daniel, the guy who sits around in the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. I am <laughs> just that right. The guy that's in between all <laughs> of that. I'm, in, I'm, I'm on hump day. I'm yeah. in the middle of yeah. all of that. Together, we are hanging with, with the, the boys. boys. The sports talk equivalent of Braille people. Feel us when we speak. Yes, this segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Mm-hmm. Football's back, fellas. Yeah, it is. We're off the bye week. Yeah, I saw Michael Parsons on the way in. I did look, look like burly, <laughs> burly and unreal as usual, huh? You know, you out s- there working out in this eighty degree weather. You said this to you said this to to us yesterday. He said, you know. If I keep saying Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons all day long, that eventually you'll just be driving down the street. <laughs> yeah. And I find, I, no, this is no lie. I got up this morning to get ready to get my workout right. on, and um, and my back was hurting. Uh. <laughs> and I, I remember bending over trying to put my sneaker on. Right. I was just like, man, <sighs> come on! I said, come on, be a young. I said, be a young lion, Jess. Mm. And then in my head, I said, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it got me through. It yeah. got me through to where I needed to get, man. But uh, you guys good today, brothers? I'm yes. good, man. I'm good. I just want to send a shout out to the computer. I hope you are, are doing good today. <laughs> <laughs> I just had me worried, man. I mean, he, had already, he almost broke again yesterday, so oh. that means he's still tender. You know what I'm saying? Man. You good, Kurt? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. We all cheer for you. Back's not hurting. Good. Don't, worry. don't yeah. want your back hurt. No, not no. on hump day. No, no. <laughs> I hate you, dog. You don't want the back hurt. I hate that in the morning, noon, or no, night. No, yeah. no, no. You might, you might want to crack a couple backs like glow sticks, but you right. don't want your back hurt. No, That's, no. Right. That's not right. On, not on hump day. Wow. All right, as we get into this 
This game this week, you got the Green Bay Packers. You got the Dallas yeah. Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers. Lambeau Field. Is it the game of the week, 325? Is it the game of the – we have the game of the uh, week now? No, that's next week. The Vikings. It's a three, both. They're both 325. Oh, so I guess they're yeah. both. All right. So this is the Fox A crew this week, yeah. yes. Yeah, so we get uh, the tight end from the – Correct. Greg Olson. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Burkhart. Somebody tell uh, – his neck too big for the ties and shirt he'd be wearing. <laughs> All right, please text him that. Send him big noon. For, take it from a fat man. I know he. <laughs> I know he's trying to be suave, swaggy, or whatever it's called these days. Uh, as we get into this game today, we're going to break down Cowboys offense versus Packers defense, and I think the most notable thing for um, for Packers defense is their maybe best pass rusher, Rashawn Gary. Yes, he is out. Done. Finito. Yeah, but but you know what? They still got Preston. Preston Smith is leading. He may be the more give the more pressures, but Preston is leading them. But anytime you can get a guy that's one of your best players out, out, I'm with you. That is, yeah, that is definitely helpful. For the cause. That is definitely helpful for the cause. So I'm liking how you're going right into this, man, since we, you know, they got uh, defense man Dean Laurie. He, he's pretty nice. Kenny Clark is a staple that's been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Jared. Is Jerron. it Jaron Reed? J-A-R-R-A-N. Reed. So they got a decent front. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think they were around 120 yards. They give up rushing. Uh, they 361. I think it's 320 total yards per game. Oh, per game, 320 total yards. They read at 29. They're pr- minutes pretty low in rushing yeah, defense. They, they, they good. The only thing that's hurting them, the only thing that's hurting them is John Wicks can't get his stuff together. <laughs> I'm serious. They have a defense that is above average and they can play. These guys can flat out play. Uh, they got a good. Uh, uh, Alexander, number twenty-three corner, he's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got guy and they come up and they and they tackle. Uh, this is going to be a good test for our de- for our offense. You think I, so? I really, yes, I, I really do. Hmm. I really do. I mean, they the difference makers for us every week on offense. I think can our wide receivers perform? I mean, I, I believe that with all my heart. If these guys can perform. We're going to be all right because our other alternative is we got one veteran tight end and two young ones or maybe three young. And we got to fall back on that. Yeah. We have – we have, we have our receivers, if they pick it up, we can score 25 points who, a game. Who of that group needs to pick it up the most? Who CD. CD. CD need to pick it up. See, this, this is what I believe. He's the most talented, not not maybe not always the most focused, but his talent. It, CD has great, great talent. Can he focus to the ability of his his talent? Because if he does, we got something that's unstoppable. But if he don't, I mean, you had a stat there. Tell him, Jess. You should hear this stat. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you might have seen it in the notes. It's like percentage of throws to him targets. He's like thirty one percent of the targets go to him, and among Players in the league, he's that's third. The top, you know, three or four guys. Cu- Cooper Cup is yeah. is number one. Rams target him the most percentage. Tyreek Hill is number two. And you look at those guys. You know, Tyreek's already got got a thousand yards. <laughs> yes, man. Cup's over eight hundred. And here you have Lamb. He's like twenty second in the league and with seven hundred and something yards. So 
Why, I mean, is it yards after catch? Is it just short stuff? I mean, why isn't he – because it Cause sounds like they're just, throwing him the ball. But He's just as talented, not as, not as that Tariq. Yeah. Now, that, that's different. That's different. But he's just as talented as the other guys. And maybe – Jesse, I'm, I'm, what, tell me why he's not besides, I know the focus of dropping balls. If he just catched a, a few more balls, he should be up there. So, but I, I'm looking for your expertise on this, man. You don't need my expertise because you already said it. Oh, okay. All right. I just, I, hey, it's home day, baby. separation. Hmm. Yeah. Those guys are able to do what they do because they create the necessary separation to get the yak to get the big plays. Hmm. When you look at everything that C.D. Lamb does, and, and maybe this is a it's a twofold type thing. It's, it's first part of him being able to separate mm-hmm. and have meaningful separation. Because if you go back and just – I'm just going to kind of just replaying games in my head. Outside of the big drop that he had against the Giants, mm-hmm. um, everything else is like catch-tackle. Catch, maybe make one move tackle. Because everything that he does, he's not creating that level of separation that gives you the 20-plus yard plays. If you go back and look um, amongst the league, I'm sure that you'll find Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill amongst the the, the tops in the league of 20, 15 to 20-plus yard plays. Right, right. Go ahead. According to Pro Football Focus, I mean, not sorry, Pro Football Reference, CeeDee Lamb has one broken tackle this year. That's not enough. See, That's not I, enough. we do know what we're talking about a little bit here on this show. <laughs> and then the second part of it is the play calls, right? Mm-hmm. Are you calling the plays that are going to allow him to have the deep, the deeper passer plays? We talk so much about uh, Michael Gallup being the down-the-field threat. Well, if, if he's the down-the-field threat, then that means CD's taking everything underneath an intermediate. Right, right. And now you're having to have him move through all of that garbage and move through all of those defenders to try to make bigger plays. You for sure, in open, you know, in open space, you want to get Tyree Hill. I want to get him matched up in the slot. I want to mm. get him matched up outside. I want to get him matched up in motion. I want to find as much space as I possibly can to get a guy like Tyree Hill open because once the ball is in his hands, he's a dynamic, play, he's a dynamic playmaker in the open field. They're not running those type of plays for C.D. Lamb. You think with the, with the quarterback having a second week of complete practice, you think that this could be a possible game where that happens? Yeah, I think it can. I think it can. Um, but, again, he's going to be lined up against uh, Jari Alexander, who's yeah, one of the yeah. best corners yeah. in the league. Yeah. And, 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 and am I, uh, before we went down this path, I was going to yeah. say about this particular defense in the Packers, to your point, you know, a lot of times they aren't able to do what they do because – they, they were able to be aggressive. They were able to be, you know, who they were defensively because right. at the end of the day they go, hey, even if we mess up, John Wick got our back. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be able to put some things together to keep us in the game. So you, so at times, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore calls things now differently because he knows that that defense in Dan Quinn is going to be able to hold up the end of the bargain. That's right. So it changes the way that they call things. It was the reverse for that in Green Bay. The defense was able to do what they were able to do because they knew that they had a potent and powerful enough offense with Aaron Rodgers being the head honcho of that to overcome any mistakes that they may have made in their ability to be aggressive. When you don't have that in that offense, 
you now you're you're kind of almost timid in what you want to call defensively. And when you're being timid in what you want to call defensively, which I think a lot of times this defense is, or or sometimes when they go to in that aggressive mode and they and they and they lose a battle, they don't have the necessary backup like they used to have with Aaron Rodgers, where he would go and score right back and put the pressure right back on the offense, on the right, opposing right. team's offense. And then enough of that back and forth you're going to say is, I got a guy who I feel really, really, really comfortable with that in the end we're going to win. You don't. And then that allows that defense for a guy like Alexander to get an interception or to get like, you know, Kenny Clark or, or Reed or someone to, to clap the pocket. And then when you had Rashawn Gary and Preston right. Smith, those guys to get sacks because now you're playing this game of, hey, we got we to gotta play catch up with John Wick. And so, you know, those type of things can happen. But we'll take our, our, our first break of the, uh, of the show. When we come back, we'll continue to break these things down. Uh, Packers defense, Cowboys offense. We're going to talk about Zeke Elliott's back on the practice field. Got a knee brace on. Yeah, but it's got a knee brace on. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope, I hope and pray, computer, that you're okay. Um, computer, call and tell the man you're okay. Will Kellen Moore coming off a of bye week? Most coaches self-evaluate. Will we see a more significant plan that that include guys like Ceedee Lamb, uh-huh. like Turpin, right, or Tony Pollard? Yes. We'll discuss it when we come back. Hang on oh, with the boys. great, Jesse. Great, baby. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a Here Every Week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this hump day edition of the show. Cowboys are currently at practice right now, getting that work in, getting themselves together and ready to go for the huge matchup. Lambeau Field. Mm. Lambeau Field. Did you like playing in Lambeau Field? I hated it. Yeah. I couldn't win now, man. <laughs> have you ever been to Lambeau Field? I haven't, no. No, never Boy, been to You're talking about beautiful. The yeah. community is uh, like wonderful. Lambeau, I know we talked about this before, but Lambeau is it, – it's, it's, a, it's a professional stadium that is tucked away in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Yeah. Like, when you go to Lambeau Field, mm-hmm. and Gillette Stadium is like this as well uh, with the Patriots play – when you go into Lambeau, you're literally going through what looks like your normal Pleasantville-type yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> Folks is out on the grass. They, they'll use their like their grass and their driveways for like parking. Mm-hmm. And people are on their roofs. And it's like you ride through this community and then like Field of Dreams, you come and then boom, <laughs> there's Lambeau Field. And then you'll mm-hmm. see people grilling. Little miniature pigs. I don't know what them things called. Yeah. <laughs> Little pig. I'll be like, man, this got to be in the humane. Little Charlotte Yeah. Little Charlotte Webb's Like, there. wow, man, they don't ever get those folks in trouble <laughs> with killing all them little babies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But those, anyway. Those brats be on there. Those brats. And I, brats up there. I know they may be the same everywhere in the world. It's different. But up yeah. there, they, they different. taste different. They taste different. Yeah. And I know we talk about, like, you know, certain places get, get juiced up. Yeah. They get liquored up and drunk and land like in, in Wisconsin. They need to. It's too cold. They warm get up. they get juiced up. And I'm glad you said that. That's a great point. It gets cold up in Lambeau Field. And the weather It'll is supposed cold. to be cold. Uh, this what, what, weekend. For real, what, what is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be dropping into the thirties at yeah. uh, no, oh. to the thirties during game time and then before at game time and then dropping into the 20s kind of once it gets a little bit uh, a little darker. You know, now it gets darker earlier because of uh, yeah. uh, the, mm-hmm. the day, daylight savings time. Does that affect, does that, that affect the offense? It would affect me. <laughs> I mean, I hope these guys are a better man than me. I really do hope these guys are better men than me. Yeah. No, I mean, they're out there today in 80 degrees. There's nothing they can do to really prepare for that, right? No, but Mike McCarthy came out and he said, because that was a topic that was brought up in his presser, and he said they got more they got more Southern guys on their football team than we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'll say this. To your point, Nate, Micah Parson, Micah Parson, Micah Parson, he from the cold place. That's true. He from he from Pittsburgh. He from but like Step Nasty told me, who's from Pittsburgh? It still said, don't take long to get adjusted down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you sure. go back up there, you be like, oh, I used to live in this. Yeah. 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 Does it really affect a quarterback a lot though? I don't know. I, I will say this from the receiver perspective. When you're talking about the grip on the football, and Dak is not a glove wearer, so now anytime that weather begins to change. Keep this in mind. 
You're also talking about a quarterback who is coming off of a thumb injury. We can sit here and say his grip is back to 100%. We don't fully know. But when you're getting to those cold environments, you know this, Nate, Mm. joints and things get a little bit stiff. That ball gets hard. You have his hand. You, his hand. He already have his hands in his warmer a lot. Yeah. He gonna really have his hands <laughs> in his warmer. And if there is any moisture, whether it be from precipitation, don't laugh when I say moisture. Trying to keep this show on the road. You're doing a great job. Ignore uh, me. But if there's any moisture, right? With with the the, the temperatures <laughs> dropping. Mm-hmm. That can at times create can be problematic. So if there's a fog in there or something like yeah, a little wet. It's supposed to be there. dry at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good thing is dry yeah. on hump day. Hump yeah. day. Uh, but th- those are things to think about for, for a guy like Dak Prescott who has a thumb injury. Being able to grip a football in cold weather is is that something that will, will you know will affect him. Well, we don't many? we don't know. From a receiver perspective, I can tell you, when you're playing in cold weather, and I promise you, when you're in the huddle, and this is one of this is one of the staples in this offense, and they call they call a uh, there's a great there's a great Jane Slater right there. She just was on NFL Network, and now she's standing in the hallway of our <laughs> studio. But when you break the huddle, and you hear a slant route to you, Ooh. you're like God. You're like, hey, 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 it don't got to be that hard. Like, you don't have to throw it that hard because now I got to make a decision. You have to learn how to gut catch. Ooh. And I'm not a gut catcher. Right. Now, a lot of these players nowadays, they are. Yeah. I'm a hands catcher. So I'm thinking all the time, how am I going to – you got mm. to kind of – got to grit and bite. See, like, yo, this thing is going to come. This thing is going to come fast. I'm hard. Those hits got to sting a little more. A little bit more. But – It's the coldest game you guys played in. <sighs> you? I, don't, I, I don't even remember because I block out that, – that's – I, that were no, I don't even remember. It's just cold. I hate Lambeau. I played in Lambeau. It was cold and raining. Ooh. I hate Philadelphia. It was the night. It was the night. Got the last. The uh, night they fired. <laughs> the night they you fired. You guys were like, forget this. <laughs> yeah, man. it got it got cold. It started raining. We was like, hey, we out of here, bro. We're, we're gone. This thing is getting out of hand. I'm telling you that that game was so funny, man. Because Joe was like, bro, it's, it's over. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're not trying to tackle these people. Well, we're down. We're, I think we lost like forty to twelve. Oh, it was, so bad. It was, it was yeah, a bad. Yeah. It was a bad. That, that was the end of the the Way Phillips era yeah. after that night. Um, but coming into this game, most coaches when they go into the bye week, they do self evaluation. You hear Mike McCarthy talking about doing cross room cross, cross room coaching. Offensive guys go and meet with the defensive guys, learn some tendencies and some things that they can probably improve on. And defense goes and meet with the offensive guys, and they learn some things that they can kind of improve on and maybe some tendencies that they may be showing. For for, for this team, and I'm, I'm speaking more offensively because I think that's where we need to see it be picked up a little bit mm-hmm. more. We've we've kind of pinpointed what it is defensively, right? Got to stop the run. We, we know that. Like that, That's probably the one sore spot on this defense that we know that's what it's supposed to be. But offensively, Coming off the Chicago game where they were rolling, does Kellen Moore come out and say, all right, now we're going to incorporate a little bit more Cavante Turpin. Now we're going to incorporate uh, some more of these looks. They did a great job with these three tight end sets that they've been running. That's been working for them amazingly. But 
Zeke now with the injury, knee brace on. His his kind of practice will be monitored throughout the week. Is this another time we see more of Tony Bollard? What what do you think the mindset is of Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy coming out of the bye week, heading into this game offensively? Oh yeah, they 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 know got to be a little more creative because you don't you still want to use Tony maybe seventeen times a game, no more eighteen times a game. So you want to get people more involved. Uh, the, the, the kid, the little running back that was had him uh, backed up, you want to give him a few more reps. Malik Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still say, fellas, I say it off air, I say it on air, Convante uh, Turpin has earned the right once a quarter to touch that ball besides punts or kickoffs, uh, kickoff returns. I just think I, I just got to see. You got to make me say, nah, well, we tried and he don't have it. But in two, you know, maybe they've done it in practice enough to see. I'm gonna say there must be something it. that they're seeing and that they're not. I'm like, do they trust yeah. him to catch? I know he had a few drops in the preseason, that sort of thing. There's got to be a reason why they're not giving him this chance, I would think. <clears throat> yeah, that's the mystery. That is the mystery. So what we what we need for somebody to do is say, hey, coach, what's what's up with Turpin? Y'all gonna use him? And even if he was, he ain't going to tell us. He ain't going to tell us. He ain't going to tell us. But, (laughs) you know, you you would like to believe that there will be a few more wrinkles added into this offense. um, Because as as good as this defense has played the first half of the season, you're you're going to need more often than not the performance of what you saw Dak Prescott in that offense do against the Bears than not to win these next couple games, to, to win out, just, just to win yeah. out in general. Um, you know, when you got Green Bay this weekend and the Vikings next weekend and, 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 and you'll, you'll face the Eagles again and you'll face the Giants again and, you know, you'll face uh, Jacksonville and you'll face some other teams. You'll uh, face a fierce Jeff Saturday team. <laughs> what a <laughs> – the Colts. I've been getting yes. arguments with folks about that all with debates all day about yeah, Coach Saturday. How, how important is this? Because you got three straight NFC games to two against the North. Win them then, all. So you got three straight, but then you have a you have three weeks of AFC teams, and four of the next five are AFC teams. It's you kind of almost are you going to know where you are in the NFC after this three game stretch? I mean, this, you will. This seems like kind of a big, and you're at the Vikings who are what six, seven, and one. You're at, you know, the giant. I mean, it's maybe a tougher stretch than we thought. You you got to win. See, ain't starting with this game here, and Jesse may have a different opinion, but it's a Philadelphia lose two. You got to win. Yeah. Philadelphia got to lose two. Because you're still going to be the fifth-place the fifth place team in the NFC, correct? Correct. Regardless of what you do, if you don't catch Philly, you yeah. def- and, and when you look at the schedules, they're both favorable for, for the Cowboys. Yes. And even more favorable Fav- for, for Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and so that's what it comes down to. And, and this is – to your point, Kurt, this is why these games are so important. Because if it comes down to it, and let's say you beat Philly – on Christmas Eve, you're now looking at differentials in, you know, uh, what happens against the Giants, yeah. what happened against Washington, and then now it starts going from divisional stuff to conference stuff. Yes, yes. To, you know, so mm-hmm. if you and Philly both finish with the same record, it's going to be it's gonna be broken down like that. Who gets that 
Yeah. Number one seed, who doesn't get the number one seed? And you know, if you're not the number one seed, then you fall, you fall down yeah. in that ranks, and, yeah. and that ends up you being having to potentially go on the road and maybe facing a team like a one-game scenario. And all people keep saying that, oh, I don't care, but I don't want to play Tampa Bay in a one-game scenario <laughs> on the road against Tom Brady. You tell you what, you don't want to run up there in Seattle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Because no, no. Seattle going to run the ball. Yeah. With authority. So, I mean, so, so yes, these next couple games are important. One, the NFC games, absolutely, because that's, that's after, your, after your division. Now yeah. it's your conference, right, your conference right, record. Right. right? And then the AFC games, you want to win them as well because if it comes down past the division, past the conference, now it comes down to the overall, you know, records and, and the loss and point differential and all that kind of stuff that I'm way too dumb to even begin to but break you got down the for ba- y'all. You got the basics I of got it. the basics of it. <laughs> Shoot. And to Nate's point, you got to win. <laughs> See, th- this is the first time in a long time that it, it, ain't no, it ain't no ifs or buts or win. You have to win until Philadelphia lose two. Yeah. If you keep winning, they lose two. Now, th- this game, will it matter if we, if we lose them two times? No, because they've lost two and we haven't lost any. So they'll still have that. So we got to beat them still if they right. lose two. We still have to beat. So you can't, oh, we let that one get away. You just screwed up. Yeah. Does this you would have to beat them and they lose two. <laughs> yeah, so they have to lose three. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Does this Think add, about that. Add extra play uh, pressure to these guys? No. No, they're just not play. thinking that. They're not thinking about just that. Just play, right man. You gotta exercise these Lambo demons yeah, first. Yeah, man. <laughs> Before you start looking ahead to Christmas Eve and you know, stuff like that. Because these next couple of games are gonna be difficult. Like I, I am just I, and, and maybe I'm I'm old fashioned, maybe I'm just uh, I'm grandpa, but you gotta beat the man. You haven't beat the man. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta beat Aaron Rodgers. And, and I don't care how bad they're playing right now. Even when you go back and you watch that game against Detroit, like they marched the ball down the field. Yeah. Those three red zone Bunch interceptions, those were they marched the ball down the field. And you still have to beat him. You still have to beat him. Mm-hmm. The th- and the thing is, I'm sitting here watching it, Jess. I mean, he he's still just flicking the ball, and you can see where it's badly missing the receiver. And you in and, and, and your mind, like, if this dude was just turned his head around, or Aaron noticed offense, Adams. so he he this dude should have been out in the flats. He, mm-hmm. you know, Aaron ain't making them type of mistakes, right? So it's like when you see him throw the ball, it's like. Now, one of them red zone deals, he's like, man, come on, man. Bakhtiari, they trying to throw something back there to him. Come on, man. (laughs) All right, let's go to break. But before we go to break, reminder that this segment was brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain blockchain.com. And also remember, movie night. Get cozy and join us at the Star for our most festive movie night yet. Movie night at the Star presented by Monument Realty features a Christmas classic, Elf. The show is free. And open to the public begins at 7 p.m. It doesn't give a date at 7 p.m. But for more information, you can go to and visit the star in Frisco.com for movie night. We're going to head to the break. We're going to come back. I did some deep diving reporting journalism, and I may have gotten us an answer or whether or not we're going to get us a free agent receiver here 
in Dallas. Mm. I'll tell you how that uh, how that deep dive in my journalistic skills went. You know what I'm saying, Nate? I'm 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 multifaceted. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But stay. <laughs> it with better us. be somebody good. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm, you I'm, I'm nice you, like that. Yeah, don't waste your time like a lot of these dudes do it. Yeah, I'm nice <laughs> like that. But stay with us. We'll be right back and hanging with the boys. Yeah. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this marvelous hump day. We are in the SWBC studio. That's Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. We are hanging with the boys. And as we get into this third and final segment of the show, I got into my journalistic bag. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Oh, nah, don't look at me. I want to hear, bro. I got into my journalistic bag. I hope you're going to bring us something good. Nah, maybe. Okay, I want to hear. <laughs> maybe. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? It might be a little, it might be a little meat on that bone. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, let's go. You like, you like the meat on the bone. That's man. right. That's right. I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So I, I took, I took to my twitters yesterday. The the conversation has been hovering around the Cowboys facility since the report came out Sunday that the Cowboys had interests, uh, real interest in one Odell Beckham. 
And there's been reports about Odell Beckham. He likes the Cowboys. Doesn't like the Cowboys. You hear Michael Irvin. You hear Jerry Jones. And so you hear all these things, and you hear him talking about doesn't want to go to a cold weather place. No, no, no. So I was I was sitting around, and I thought, you know, let me get my journalistic bag. And so I get to my Twitters, and I find Odell Beckham, and I send him a tweet. And I said, yo, Odell, I hear you talk a lot about weather. But does playing surfaces matter to you? As someone who's coming off back-to-back ACL injuries, does it matter whether you play on grass or turf? I just threw it out there. Not hoping to get anything in response because it's Odell Beckham, 4 million followers. Who going to think about the one (laughs) dude who got tackled at the the one-yard line in San Francisco? (laughs) Not me. The power of social media. Five minutes later, a response from Odell Beckham. He says, grass. All fields should be grass fields. Don't get me started. That's what you tweeted to us last night, remember? That's what I sent to mm-hmm. y'all last night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if that's any indication, and again, we're all just playing along with this yeah. game with yeah. Jerry Jones and company and Odell Beckham. If that is what he feels Coming off back-to-back ACL injuries, and the topic of discussion has been across the National Football League about surfaces. We've seen so many ACL injuries, non-contact, excuse me, ACL injuries this year, and a lot of the players have been very, 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 very vocal about, we want grass surfaces. We want grass. We want to play on grass. The Cowboys practice on grass outside. They have the turf fields uh, inside. But players have said, we want to practice on and play on grass. Do you guys think that's going to be a determining factor for Odo Beckham coming off this injury? And the Cowboys mm. play their home games on turf. On turf. Buffalo. I- Plays on grass. Yeah. Green Bay. But after, after, right about pays now. Plays on grass. But right about now, all that The San Francisco up. 49ers play on grass. Yeah, so that, that, yeah you, that's the place, then. If you're not going to play cold weather and you're not yeah. going to play on turf, that really narrows down your, yeah. your options, I would think. But, yeah. Uh, you know. So what the Rams are indoors, are semi-indoors, and they play on what? They play on turf. turf. Okay. Yeah. The turf field at which he heard his tore his ACL yeah. on. I don't You know, you always hear about – Oh, he, he home discount or weather or turf or I mean, in the end, it's money, right? Money always matters. Yeah, I money's think always the motivation. I think it's gonna and maybe in his case, a, a contending team. I mean, I don't think he's gonna go join Jesse, Houston, but I like how you broke that down. The presentation was great. But I thought you had us a player coming in here. No, nah, I just, just <laughs> want to show you my journalistic. Bag. I just want. I, I thought, man, I, I'm about to. Uh, that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, man. it was just. But I do want to say this you about did do a great job about this situation. Night. I kind of want this to be the end of us, our show, talking about it until he signs either with us or somewhere else. Okay. Because the way I look at it with Odell Beckham is this: one, he loved the attention. He loves this right now. And granted, who does not want to be wanted? We all want to be wanted. We all want people, if we had the opportunity, to be clamored over. We want people to say, I want you, Kurt. You're you're the best editor and whatever in your field. I want you. I want to fight over you. We want you, Kurt. (laughs) Nate, we, we want you. 
We want you, Nathaniel. Watch you eat pancakes. We want to see you eat those those pancakes. stub sandwiches yes. from Capel Deli like Woo. nobody can eat those stub sandwiches Dude, at Capel right. Deli. That's right. Jesse, we want you to just whatever. <laughs> Everybody like wants to braille. be. Yeah, feel a feel. We all want to be felt like Braille. That's right. And so does Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. It feeds right into the ego that is Odell Beckham. So this whole thing of him sending these cryptic messages and yeah. then responding to Von Miller, responding to 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 Jesse uh, Holly, um, to Jesse Holly, to to Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons. They yeah, were he responded to him, didn't he? He responded he to Michael Parsons. The responses of some other folks. He loves this. He 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 adores this. This drives his ego, and I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But what I do think, one of the reasons Odell Beckham is pushing for a multi-year deal is because in Odell's heart of hearts, he knows that he is not ready to play football right now. Yeah. And if someone commits to him for multiple years, two, three years, then it gives him an opportunity to get in and say, hey, guys, listen, I ain't really ready to play football right now. And the later we wait until the season, the more it's going to take him to get ramped up. But he'll say next year, though, I have an offseason, I have OTAs, I have minicamp, all that kind of stuff. Because one thing I do know about Odell Beckham, and you can go back and check the receipts. When Odell Beckham hurt his knee the first time and he was doing his journey back to playing football, what did you see? Video after video after video at the video of every single part of his process. We haven't even got a clip, mm. a, a teaser of anything of movement. Now, there's video, there's pictures of him working out. There's pictures of him flexing his muscles. There's pictures of him doing things in the weight room. Yeah. But we've seen nothing with him actually moving. Hmm. I don't think that's by, uh, I think that's by design. I think that is cryptic and kept away from people so that you have to kind of bring him in. Because I can, depending on what you, t- I can kind of finesse this thing out if you give me a couple of routes to run. <laughs> going to come back? But, no, I can't come back. <laughs> but that, that's my thought on, on Odell Beckham is why he wants the deal that he wants, why he's been, he loves the attention, and why he wants, why he's been very secretive about showing the progress. Because even when guys do their documentaries or their, 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 their whatever there is of their comeback stories, they give you a little teaser. And for him to be saying that he's supposed to be cleared by this Friday and it ain't put a teaser out in months, that just tells me that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's just my two cents on that. Um, any Anything closing you want to say? Kurt about Cowboys offense. Um I I think they should be able to produce this weekend. I don't I mean, I know you talked earlier about some concerns about the Green Bay defense, but especially with their top guy hurt now, I think the I think the Cowboys can get it rolling. Okay. Any any closing remarks you have for, for, for Green Bay's defense, Cowboys offense? Yes, sir. We should beat the brakes off the dude. The brakes. <laughs> the reason I'm the reason I'm saying that. If we come out in the right frame of mind, because, you know, Rashad, is I got Rashad, Gary, Gary. is out. Mm-hmm. That puts a lot of pressure on Clark and, and Preston and those guys. David Bakhtiari yeah, yeah, may be out. Oh, yeah. Their left tackle. They're all world they left got tackle. A, a wide receiver that's questionable. 
Um, yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dodd. Yeah, the yeah. rookie kid. I yep. think they said yeah. he was going to play. Okay. Yeah, but but see, that's you. What I'm saying is, all of this affects the overall psyche of John Wick <laughs> because he he is one of the few quarterbacks that can control tempo of game and understands tempo of game. A lot of quarterbacks they just worry about their offense. He sees the game as a whole, so he can put it in its right segments, in its proper places. And, and so to get the more you give him to think about and the process and the breakdown, the more we can probably slip a few head punches in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I just believe that, man. Mm. He's one of the best in the business. That's why I would not say this is an easy game, you know, unless we can get him thinking too much. Mm. But you started your – you started your comment in saying that we should beat the brakes off. Yes, sir, because we're going to have them thinking. Now, if, we can get, if we can make sure somehow all these guys are injured, are beat up, <laughs> and can't play, yes, sir. Yep. Yes, That'll sir. Help. That'll help. That'll, That'll help, help, man. <laughs> all right, Kurt, man, yes, I appreciate sir. you. Nate, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Chris Boom. in the back, Audio Jazz, Brother Willie. Yes, sir. We appreciate you so much. This is Nui. Nah, Nui, relax, brother. We We black. <laughs> And, and, and Kurt with us. So he black yeah, too. Right. And he like watermelon and chicken. Right. So we're going to be a little late sometimes. It's all good, brother. It's all good. It's all good. I am Jesse Holly, man. This is Hanging with the Boys. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We out. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!